Welcome to Takeaways, Life Lessons Learned. I'm your host, Hayam Mizrahi, recording from MDL Group. Recognized market leaders in commercial real estate brokerage and property management in Las Vegas, Nevada. Join me as I explore my takeaways from the people who have influenced me the most. Let's get started. I am here again with Sean Donosky, CEO of DC Building Group, one of the most active general contracting firms in Las Vegas. And once again, we're at the NAOP August Breakfast. NAOP, as you know, is the Association for the Commercial Development Community. Sean and I are going to talk about our takeaways from this event, from this morning. And it was a special program. NAOP hosted the Mayor's Panel. The panelists, of course, were the mayor of the city of North Las Vegas, John Lee, the city of Henderson Mayor, Deborah March, the city of Las Vegas Mayor Pro Tem, Dr. Lois Tarkanian, and the mayor of NAOP, Jeff Lapour. And the sponsor this morning was Dactronics. I think they do sound and audio for some major projects here in town. Yeah, they're pretty connected. So thank you. Dactronics for being a sponsor, and once again, I mean, NAOP is killing it. This this room was set for 270 people, so we'll see when the final numbers come in, how many were here. Yeah, it looked like just about everybody showed up. The tables yeah, were full. Packed. Uh, Sean, last time you and I talked about a project that you're working on that you're excited about, there's a project that I drive by every single day with your sign all over it. I want you to tell me about it. It's on Town Center and 215. That what? project is for a church. It's Faith Community Lutheran. Yeah. They're building an entirely new campus on that vacant lot that you've probably seen since you bought your house. I drove by the vacant lot. Now I'm driving by a bunch of steel. Uh, I think they put up about 800,000 pounds of steel in the last few weeks. So it's underway. Any issues with tariffs on that? We talked about that on a previous episode. No, it's all good. It was all taken care of. All right, let's jump into takeaways from the mayor's panel this morning. I don't know if you want to kick us off. Well, did you want to talk about uh, some of the things we learned about the mayors? I didn't realize Mayor John Lee in North Las Vegas was an Eagle Scout. I didn't know that either. And he's a cancer survivor. I did not know that. And then Mayor Deborah Marsh, she loves whitewater rafting. I know Deborah Marsh quite well. She's a friend of the real estate community specifically because she is a member of the real estate community. But I learned that about her today, too. And I didn't know that Lois Tarkanian is actually Dr. Lois Tarkanian. Yes, she has a doctorate degree in leadership, human behavior, and a lifetime experience in education. We'll talk about the education piece because it's one of my takeaways toward the end. But the real takeaway here is the preparation that the president who opens the programs, uh, Mike Mixer, with Colliers International, his preparation this morning, I have to hand it to him, was, it was on point. Yeah, I got a copy of the notes that he was supposed to discuss uh-huh. and then realized how much time he puts in and making them personal for each of the panelists. So good job, Mike, if you're listening. So then he introduced uh, Jeff Lepore. Jeff Lepore is a longtime developer, not just in Las Vegas, but other markets as well. I'm calling him now the mayor of NAOP. He's just a class act. In the intros, my first takeaway was how long Mayor Lee... Mayor March and Mayor Pro Tem Lois Tarkanian have been involved in the community and in politics, each of them clearly over a decade. 
So I was thinking, and I'd like your opinion on this. There's this narrative about, you know, drain the swamp and not that any of them are a part of that, but it kind of goes into, you know, wanting new, new blood, fresh blood in political offices with different perspectives. I actually, hearing them talk today, really appreciated their tenure and the experience that they bring and how clear they are about where their roles are and where they're not. Well, I believe just like in business, politics has a bell curve. And point in the bell curve, you need the maturity to bring the history of what happens while recruiting the youth. So draining the swamp can be dangerous. If you eliminate all of the depth and the knowledge of the history all at once, you've got no foundation. Okay, I don't want to get political because there, there are polarized opinions on either side. The point I want to be clear about is that it's very clear the experience and the knowledge base that each of the mayors brings to their post and how it benefits the community. What was also very, very, very clear, and we've seen this from them before, is how they razz each other, how dynamic they are with each other. And it comes, seemed to me, from a place of love and appreciation, not a place of animosity. You felt like you were sitting watching them in their living room. Yes. You know what? They were comfortable. They were jabbing each other. They were humorous. It was quite, yeah, it was just like you were sitting at home. You said it best that you you really feel like you're sitting among friends. What else? What, uh, I mean, they, they got really deep into some issues. They did do the typical uh, cheerleading for their cities, which is what they're supposed to do. I think it was John Lee. In the opening, he asked a question in which to give an answer. What does a mayor do? And I thought that was interesting to get clarity around what is it that you do? Uh, And his perspective then was interesting. And the rest of the perspectives were interesting for me as well. But his perspective is a mayor gives comfort to a community and you provide that comfort from his lens through diversity, diversifying the really the job base is where he was going with that. So that if you have a family living in North Las Vegas, the wife works on the strip, the husband also works on the strip. He wants to get us away from that model, get his community away from that model and have maybe one of the two working up at Apex and manufacturing or maybe at the Air Force Base. I thought that was an interesting perspective to take. It was a very visionary comment, very uh, comforting to provide his city as a place that people wanted to move to and wanted to stay and wanted to feel safe. The mayor pro tem talked about one of her major initiatives was getting that medical school. And uh, she brought it up uh, again. She ribbed Mayor Lee, uh, how they were competing for the medical school. She thought he was going to get it over by the VA hospital in North Las Vegas. And she ended up competing with him vigorously to get it in the city of Las Vegas in the middle of town in close proximity to UNLV's main campus and and other resources there. I think she talked about starting on that almost 20 years ago. Yes. That no one was paying any attention to it. And I would agree. I don't think anyone was paying attention to it 10 years ago. It was in that comment that she talked about when she first uh, got involved in her ward, how she would drive up and down that street. I think she was referencing Charleston and that there were tumbleweeds up and down that street. And then in Mayor March's comments, this sort of framed my next takeaway These are all members of our community with incredible pride of ownership, and they conduct the business of their post from that framework. They're not political like your typical political elected officials that are diplomatic. No, it's their home. It's their front yard. They They feel as if their entire city is like driving down their neighborhood street. Mayor Marsh talked about a handful of things about what was happening in her city, and she talked about the... Most people know the the Raiders corporate headquarters breaking ground soon. She also shared some news about Smith's. 
Did you know Smith's in their purchased 500,000 square foot building for food distribution? I have no idea. I always just think of them whenever there's activity around them. I think about it in, the, in terms of grocery stores. And this is a distribution facility that, that's going to be going on in Henderson. She also talked about every planning meeting has six to seven restaurants going in front of them for approval. That's she a lot of food. That's a lot of activity. You build a lot of restaurants. Do you think we're getting overcooked in that segment? No, I think there's a lot of room to grow. It <laughs> was a NAOP panel, I don't know how many months ago. It was a retail panel with some retail brokers, and someone shot out the statistic from the census, they claim. For the first time in history, I think it was last year, food purchased at restaurants exceeded food purchased at grocery stores. Do you believe that? It wouldn't surprise me. You said it. <laughs> I believe it. I'm good. She also had mentioned she had some great statistics about Henderson and that Henderson itself is growing, I think she said 350 to 850 people per month. And she also talked about how many people, there's like 75,000 people that leave Henderson to go to work every day somewhere else, and 40 or 45,000 come to work there. The dynamic and the demographics of the transportation was, and that was a different perspective. I'll tell you what, you picked up on that. I picked up on it. They are not, the mayors themselves, when they think about their cities, they are not uh, delusional. Deborah March said, citizens live regional lives. And what she meant by that, at first I'm like, what do you mean? So they live in Henderson, but they travel for work in California. And she clarified they live in Henderson. They may drive to North Las Vegas to work or drive into the city of Las Vegas for work. I thought that was really interesting and kind of dovetailed off of there. We had another NAOP panel here. Earlier this year, the developers panel, where they talked about development since 94 forward, and we had Thomas and Mac and American Nevada, uh, family developers who have been here for a long time, and the message clearly from them back then was they didn't really care where that corporate headquarter landed as long as it landed in southern Nevada. That was their first objective. I got the same sense from the mayors today. Yes, they understand that. Uh, they're all competing with each other for where the Raiders practice facility will land or where the medical school will land. But as long as it lands here, they're happy and they're looking outside of the valley for new businesses, uh, new industries. That was pretty refreshing. They are working collaboratively to bring business here. They have lunch together, all the mayors, once a month. If, I, if I didn't know that. Of, if one of them gets a new facility... There's a ripple effect, and it affects entire Southern Nevada. And then the new NAOP June program, obviously I'm plugging NAOP a lot because I love it. Uh, the NAOP June program, we had uh, Tina Quigley, head of the RTC, some panelists to talk about transportation in Southern Nevada, and that came up again in, in the mayors and what they do. They each sit on the RTC board. I learned that today too. Uh, but how it became apparent how connected we are as a community and, and all the dots we have to connect to make any, any one thing go. Well, if you live in Henderson and you work in North Las Vegas, the transportation commitment is significant going back and forth on the I-15, the 215, getting on and getting off the freeway. They have to work together. And they're thinking long term, which is great. Right now, uh, the, you know, the comments at the end of this panel in this packed room is, oh, it's great being in a growth economy. Or, you know, people kind of say that with a half crooked smile. That's the sentiment right now. And, and they are providing a quality product with these programs to capital and not just capitalize on that, but help to shape this narrative so that we don't end up with our finger caught in the cookie jar if the sky ever falls again. They talked a lot about economic development, 
you know, Jeff Lepore was brilliant in the way that he phrased this question to the panelists. He said, economic development means 100 different things to 100 different people. How do you define economic development? And what was apparent is that each of the mayors brings their own worldview, their own experience to the table, and they see it from that lens, and then they will act accordingly. I think Mayor Lee understood it best when he mentioned, he said, one of the biggest costs to development that you can't recover is time and interest on their money. The construction costs are going to be about the same, the permits, but you're not, they're not going to recover interest on their money. And his desire to take the city out of the variable to, to make that interest higher uh, is helpful. Jeff Lepore noted that he's got a current facility in North Las Vegas, I think it was 125,000 square feet. He said that that was the fastest permit he ever got in construction anywhere. And now let's be um, fair to the program. So at the end of these programs, NAOP has a Q&A where anybody in the audience can write down their question and it gets asked to the panelists and to the moderator. There were some questions that came in that were contrary to that, that actually one of them was framed. Yes, North Las Vegas has been the gold standard in the Valley for permits and ease of use in the in the planning process. However, in the last six to 12 months, er, not so much. What are you doing to repair that? So like a couple things on that. Like any business right now in Southern Nevada, you're experiencing growth pains. Growth so, pains and a labor shortage. Everything. Getting, getting qualified individuals. Yeah. So if it's true for the private sector, it's certainly true for the public sector. Uh, Mayor Lee did note that. He also noted, and I thought it was interesting, hey, guys, hold up the mirror. 50% of the time when you call my office complaining about the issue that you're having at planning, it's your issue. It's maybe the subcontractors or the contractors that aren't following the process that's set out. The process is there. The process is clear. They believe the process works. So then you open the door to say, if it's not working like it should be, and you verify that, you've done your homework on your end, then call me. I thought that was a nice little accountability. Uh, one, call me, he said, and I don't think he takes that lightly. He didn't just say it as a line. I mean, he, he is available, or if not, his staff is available to help people get through that. But on the other hand, if you do call and use that access that we have that we sometimes take for granted, you better make sure you do your homework first. I thought that was nice. Yeah, I think he'll answer the call the first time. And if you're crying wolf. Yeah. <laughs> the better be a wolf. <laughs> um, I have a couple big takeaways uh, I kind of talked about them, at least one of them already. I'll just mention it again because I think it's it's noteworthy to mention that these mayors walk around as members of our community. They're just like me. Uh, they're just like you. They're on first name basis. I'm having a hard time sticking with, you know, Mayor Lee and Mayor March because I know them as John and Deborah and, and Lois, of course, Lois Tarkanian. And it's hard to say Mayor Pro Tem. Uh, they're just real members of the community. Uh, the second takeaway dovetails. I mean, they've got their passion points. Whew. I didn't know, and, and you know, credit to Mixer for pointing out that Lois Tarkanian is Dr. Lois Tarkanian. She has a background in education, she, she said, for 60 years. And one of the questions that came up, it wasn't presented at all uh, in the outline of the panelists in the general questions, but one of the audience questions was, as leaders of the community, what are you doing to ensure that the funds coming from recreational marijuana actually go to education and not to the slush fund. You think she had a, an opinion on that? I think that was pretty consistent amongst all three of them. 
that there is there is money and the money's going somewhere and none of the three of them had clarity on where it was going except it's not going to their schools and that we should as members of the community start raising these questions you know john again mr accountability he said this is sometimes how the legislature works and it's a legislature issue i just appreciate that these are the kinds of questions that are asked and fielded at these NAOP programs well it was different than reading that in the newspaper it was the three of them standing there sharing their experience sharing their knowledge firsthand there was some credibility to the source and on this point i'm going to share one thing that uh, NAOP has coming up but before i i do that and we close out i want to hear from you what were some of your other takeaways that you didn't know when you walked into this room and now that you've been here and you heard this program that you you appreciate having learned it a couple things mayor marsh talked about she really understands her numbers and her demographics of her community which i think is incredibly important so when she understands her numbers she knows how to grow her numbers and improve her numbers and henderson has three hundred ten thousand residents i thought it was much more that surprised me. It's very deceiving. So what she really has to work with is, is good to know. She also talked about wanting to have a park or a hiking trail within a half mile of every house in her community. Right now, they're at one mile. So the family, the community, the, the recreation, the outdoors, she puts a big focus on that to create a lasting, long-term lifestyle. On that note, it was funny, John Lee kind of ribbed not kind of, he absolutely ribbed Mayor March and said in a very lighthearted way, I want to be clear, you know, she doesn't even have to show up for work. And he said, let me explain. Henderson is one of, it's an award-winning community nationally, not just, hey, top 20. It's a top three mm-hmm. community to live in nationally. And then she shot back at him saying that doesn't happen by accident. Now, the, the takeaway for me there is, you know, different times require different leaders. And North Las Vegas is in a different state than Henderson. That is in a different state than the city of Las Vegas, which Mayor Lepore pointed out. Las Vegas, the city of Las Vegas, is the more mature of the of the communities and municipalities. They have different things going on than Henderson, than North Las Vegas. And how my takeaway, my observation, is that how they each require a different type of leadership. Right now, I feel like it's apropos. Each one has the kind of leader that they need to move their respective needles forward. Each one of their personalities fits the community they're leading right now and the stage that their community is in. What else? What are some of your other takeaways? Mayor Lee's perspective, he, he appears to be a very big picture thinker. Mm-hmm. And that's what North Las Vegas needs. He talked about one of his legacies is to change the image of North Las Vegas, not the image of North Las Vegas 20 years ago where you don't want to be there. Change the vision and the image of North Las Vegas for healthy families, healthy communities, and they are here to help business development, growth, improving Southern Nevada. He doesn't just say it, he's passionate about it. He's clearly passionate about it. So with the passion, and you know, we talked about their leadership styles, we talked about uh, the lens that they bring to the table, I wanna point out, and I think it's important, one, that we don't take for granted the kind of access we have in this community to our leaders. To get three mayors into a room, mayor, former mayor of North Las Vegas, Mike Montanan, who is a NAOP member, longstanding member, and also a member of the programs committee, pointed out this doesn't happen uh, in California. This doesn't happen in Denver. It doesn't happen in Phoenix like it happens here. That we have for breakfast, the three mayors sitting here you know, as an open book, answering our questions, telling us what's going on. Well, Mayor Lee even gave 
former mayor Montandon a lot of credit for where he took North Las Vegas during his 12 years, and that now it's ready for another launch. He so gave him he gave him the accolades there. He did. No, there's no ego around that. I thought that was great. Uh, NAOP is hosting a what they're calling a speed dating program. It's for the CRE pack. It's September 6th from 6 to 9. It's for members only. If you're a member of NAOP, I encourage you to check this out and sign up. Uh, Education committee members doing a great job. Steve Niger with Colliers International. It's at Panavino. And right now, they did it last year. They're doing it again. Or I don't know if it was last year, but the last time. He said that it was so fun, even the, the elected officials are showing up. Uh, from Clark County, there are three commissioners coming. From the city of North Las Vegas, you have uh, Mayor Lee and two council people coming. From the city of Las Vegas, Councilwoman Fiore and Councilman Stavros Anthony. And from Henderson, Mayor March will be there. If you're not a member of NAOP, consider joining. I, I left a few out because there's so many as far as who the commissioners are. Uh, but it's going to be a nice room. I got the sense it was a roundtable. I don't know what their agenda is for yeah, this, but it's, it's again, it's like a living room conversation. It's uh, very personal, very one on one, very intimate. So highly recommend that September 6th from six to nine. Sean, bring us home. Any other takeaways from the event? I think today was another example of how helpful NAOP is for our community and our industry. It's it's good to be here. It's good to get the information firsthand versus reading it in newspaper. And I like when they share some data that you're not going to learn elsewhere. Yeah, you're going to read about it later on. Buck Wargo is here. He does a great job of capturing these these breakfasts, but it's different when you're actually here and you're hearing it and you get to, you get to get all the uh, nonverbal communication that comes with the stats as well. So thanks again for being here with me, Sean. Thank you, Haim. Tune in next time. Thank you for listening. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Takeaways podcast is about sharing and paying it forward. If you like this show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast and leave us a review. It really goes a long way. And if you really like the show, please share takeaways with a friend. Thank you and tune in next time.